Hey guys, welcome to episode 251 of Dance Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Eddie Lee. I think I'm the other one, Terry Ann. I think you are too. Okay. At least you appear to be. Okay. BBC Young Dancer, season 2, episode 5, the finals, the finale, the last episode. Thank goodness. Yikes. So you think you can dance season 14, which is from last year. As season fifteen is getting ready to start up, or already, oh no, we already had, has we've started. We've had one audition, audition show. show, yeah. Yes, and we're um, going to do all the audition shows as one of our shows. Okay. So that's why we're not talking about it yet. Yet, uh, episode thirteen. This is the final six from last but season. But by the time we get through talking this evening, will be our final four. Yes. We'll be announcing. I'm going to talk very shortly about BB, BBC's Young Dancer. The best part about the show was Darcy Bustle. Or or that it's over. Or that it's um, over. It's a toss-up. I really like Darcy, though, so I'm going to go yeah, with Darcy Yeah, I, I, I like Darcy. We love Darcy. Yeah. I think if we weren't married, that one of the two of us would go after Darcy. Or maybe both of us. Maybe, I don't no, know. I don't Not know. that there's anything wrong with that. No. That's your choice. You know. But we really like Darcy, and she was... Throughout the whole show, she was talking to the she was dancers. A co 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 host, right? It was her and Ori and the and the other chick other from, girl. Yeah, I can't remember anybody's name. Yeah, the the but two of the hosts Darcy have been talked co- to every contestant. There are four, five. Yes, five. So sorry, five. And she also had interview or no, that was the other girl. Okay, right. She five talked to all five, five contestants and and asked them about you know how they felt about where they were and after the, they performed. No, it was before. Was it before? It okay. Was before. Ori talked to them right after, after they performed. Right after they performed. And then the other they girl talked to judges and yes, and, and whatnot, whatnot from, including Darcy. Yes. Um. Yeah. Okay. But um, Darcy got to hand over the winner. Yes. Their trophy of whatever sort you want. So to call I guess it. she was the grand host yeah, since probably she was since she is so big well in yeah i mean british dancing i mean she was their prima ballerina for years and years she and is years. darcy bustle and now so. she is on their favoriteest show in the world strictly yeah. come dancing so you know she is just the the uh she's it yeah she's a judge and the other two hosts for this final episode have both been contested yes yes so we had our five contestants they did a solo a duet and a solo. The dances did not necessarily have to be choreographed by the dancers themselves, but a lot of them were, and it was quite obvious that a lot of them were. The ballet dancer, because we had a street dance, a contemporary dancer, a street dancer, a ballet dancer, a contemporary dancer, and a South Asian specific dancer. And it was quite evident that the street and the contemporary were doing their own pieces yes the ballet i would think would be pretty hard to choreograph your own ballet piece so he did a lot of established things and i would also think it would be hard to choreograph your own south asian dance because so many of them are centered around their religion Storytelling and storytelling. And so, so he most of his pieces were announced by another choreographer. I wish that the, well, I, I'm about to say I wish that the contemporary and street dancers had not done the, their own choreography, but they had a famous, I'm using air quotes, British 
choreographer do one of their dances for them. The last solo that they did, yeah, the second solo was was definitely choreographed by someone that the show picked, and they were rather well known British choreographers, and we didn't like any of them. And they they had mentors for their first yeah. solo and their duet. So. And and we just we didn't it, like any of them. It it, it was. After watching, because we watched the auditions for the new Strictly season live while it was showing on air. We watched it. And then we watched this final, and we were just amazed, amazed at the difference between the quality of dance at So You Think You Can Dance and what this show. And they were touting these children as the best British dancers well, that, that there were out there now. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the And point. I would love to see them do some stuff choreographed by Mia or Travis or Mandy. Wow, or, it's just, yeah. You know, just anybody other than what they did, because I'm not saying that they probably don't. They've been training for years. They probably have a lot of technique that didn't get shown in any of what they did because as my lovely partner Eddie Lee said they were trying to be too artsy fartsy yeah too too cutting edge cutting edge too bleeding edge it's too unique too and and it just it can't look like anything anybody else has done and actually one of the dances the choreographer said I want you to fall but catch yourself at the very last second and I want you to stretch yourself because I don't want you to catch yourself too soon. I want you to almost hit the floor and catch yourself as far as you can go and still not hit the floor and catch yourself. And that's what the whole dance was. And I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I question if any of these dances, so each person did three dances. Mm -hmm. There were five people. So that's 15 pieces that we probably saw all of for all of them. I, I think the episode was long enough that we got to see all yeah, of them. Yeah, we got to see the whole dance. I don't think you could take a 90-second piece out of any of these and use it at the Strictly audition and get anywhere with it. No. That's how un... whatever, unattractive, unappealing, Healing the the My dances were. It was just oh. Were anything done by the South Asian dancer, which only happened because, to have been Bollywood dancing. Yes, which only because I kind of got that it was another culture's dance. It was very much in the style of what I've seen other South Asian dancers dance. But you didn't understand and it. And I enjoyed I mean, it more than the almost fall but catch yourself at the last second dance. There was nothing there but, you know, the floppy, well, almost falling to the left, almost falling to but the right, almost falling But his second forward. solo was a reenactment of a crumbled piece of paper yes. dropped on that the floor the the unfolding itself. I know, but I'm like, what? Okay, wow, just, whatever. They did him a great disservice. But anyway, the winner was Nafisa Barba, contemporary dancer. She was one of the contemporaries. She's the one that did the falling one. Um, she also is the one, other than the technique that's needed for your cultural folk dance, she... In spits and spurts, looked like the one that had the most technique under her belt. 
So I was kind of happy. I mean, the ballet dancer, he's already doing ballets out there on their Broadway, whatever that is. I mean, he's already working. The East East End? East End. Would that be the East End? He's already working. So, on him. But she had the most technique of the contemporary street kind of look there. And so she won. And Darcy gave her her prize. And she cried. Probably one of the cooler dances was this season's street dancer did his duet with the first season's winner. Yeah, that one was that one was cool. They that one, they both tried out the last guy time. Who won the first year was so much better than the guy who was competing well, yeah, this year. They, so they both competed for the first season, mm-hmm. and this guy won and ended up, I think, winning everything last season. Mm-hmm. And then they both competed this second time, but the other gentleman won the Went street. out over, because it was between and, the two of them. Yeah, so, but yeah, that, that may have been the most entertaining, the, the closest to what I recognize and am comfortable watching yeah. is the two of them, in essence, battling. Mm-hmm. They, they, they did a, a battle, more or less, and I, I got it, but... So I'm done with BPC Young Dancer, and I don't want to watch another series. Well, they're they're series. C- currently casting. They're I, currently I, trying out for the I next don't season. I think I can watch another one. It's it's kind it's of difficult. It's been tough. It's been really difficult. Five episodes of that, and uh, yeah, it's been really really difficult because the dancing that we see on Say so You Think You Can Dance, even Dancing with the Stars. Even Strictly Come Dancing. We enjoy better. Which gets me, because, well, I understand that Strictly Come Dancing is more ballroom. More ballroom than Dancing with the Stars, yeah. even. So. so that's kind of hard to get. But new, so you unique. think. But So You Think You Can Dance is what this was supposed to be. Yeah. So You Think is, You Dance is the American version of BBC Young Dancer. You know, it's your youngins that you know, there's an age limit and. They're, they're just out of wet behind the ears oh, training, but yeah. shoo, man, our people are studio. I don't know. Yeah, and, and I, I can't say our people because we have three in the season that we're talking about, which was last season, that came from different countries. Right, yeah. And came here just for this show. So it's not so much that Americans are better than, it's just the quality of dance that is picked for Strictly Come Dancing is just so different. Yeah, from the BBC, and and it's or. it's qualities that I enjoy. Yeah, as as opposed we to like pretty the qualities that this this show exhibited. And I'm not going to be mean and say that they're not as good because I don't know. I that. don't know. I would like to see you them know, choreographed by some of our. But yeah, just the choreography that yeah. was chosen, particularly by the dancers themselves, was just I I don't why is is all I was thinking competitor after competitor I. Uh, well, j- just why? Why did you pick those moves? That sequence? It, it just uh, I didn't I didn't get it. But they had stories mm-hmm. because they would tell you. Well, I I wanted to show what it was like one day when I went fishing, and if if you could do um, a, a a physical reenactment of impressionistic paintings that's what these dances would be mm-hmm. nothing really Im- impressionistic yeah. dancing yeah body movement it yeah it was not but we suffered through it so you we didn't persevered. have to 
And I am through bashing the show. Well, I don't. I don't I really felt think like it's. I bashed it. But I don't really okay. think it's bashing. It, it's not our bag. It was. So. It was truthful. That's how I felt. Yeah, that's that's all. That's how I felt. And obviously, it wasn't completely horrible, or we would have just turned it off and just not. Because we've done you know. that before. So, yeah. What was that chick's name? That we tried to watch. We watched like three. Boomcack girl. Yeah, we watched like whatever. Three episodes she's couldn't take it anymore. She's so full of herself. She is. Okay, so let's move on to so you think you can dance. And full of the fact that nobody recognizes yeah, how full of herself she is. So We're going to move on to So You Think You Can Dance. We're going to have our top four by the time we finish talking about this show. And it's not going to take long, so just hang in there, okay? We had an opening piece by Christopher Scott, and I'm going to call it Sugar Cubes. Big sugar cubes, little sugar cubes. They they big enough to dance on, small enough to carry around. They danced a hip-hop a piece to Nathan Lanier's Prism. Not even so sure I would call that hip hop what they did. That's Christopher Scott. That's true. He's not like street hip hop. He's like artistic hip hop. Lyrical or yeah. jazz hip hop or yeah. yeah. So we have Mandy Moore and Travis Wall in the audience and they both got an Emmy at the Emmys this the year this show was on Yeah, which would last be year. last summer, I guess, is when the Emmys usually come mm-hmm. out. So everybody gets to Dance with their star. Their all-star. All-star. They get to dance by themselves for that, like, 45 seconds right. in their genre. A solo. And then they got paired up to dance with each other. The competitors did. Yes. Yes. So Lex and Gabby came out first doing a, a salsa choreographed by our lovely Sasha Farber. Now, that's interesting because whoever filled out this wiki page said it was a samba. They said it was a samba. But I, I remember... Um, Sasha saying it was a salsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, dancing to Fulanito's Chilando Goma. I liked it. Yes. I, I thought Gabby looked very fetching in her feathery skirt. I like Gabby. And we like Lex. I, I like thought he Lex. did a pretty good job. Yes. And we love Sasha, so there you go. We liked it. Kaylee did a solo when they asked each of the dancers to talk about who their mentor or, VI, or MVP, whatever you want to call it, was. And Kaylee chose her dad because her dad was into boxing, and he took dance to help him be a rhythmical boxer. and be better boxer, moving on his feet quickly and gracefully. And she took boxing because she wanted to be a part of his world, and he was taking dance, and she's a dancer, so she took boxing from him, boxing lessons. To be a better dancer. To be a better dancer, and she said that it really helped. It helped her be explosive in her movements, because that's what boxing is. You have to be explosive in order to get power behind it. And she did her solo, and it was a normal Kaylee solo with the blue hair. Which is hip-hop. Yes. She danced to Kendrick Lamar's Love, featuring Zakari. Konya and Marco... Did what? I say it right? Uh, I was going to say you. You're like, uh, uh, yeah, right. Coin, Coine. Coine and Marco. Coine, yeah. <laughs> we gotta because we've heard um, Nigel say it, so, and he messed it up last. Uh, Coine Arthur, or something like that. He said Coine or, or something, something like that. He yeah, says I'm wrong. Yeah, it's like Nigel. Come on. This was Coin, right? Coine, not Coine or Coine. Yeah. Okay. This was one of my favorite pieces of the evening. I'm not so sure that it was Eddie Lee's, one of Eddie Lee's, but it was one of mine. It was Mandy Hopkins and Elizabeth Martin 
were the two choreographers that were young girls. Corpinen. Huh? Corpinen. Corpinen? Okay. Yeah, Mandy Corpinen. Okay, I couldn't read my right scribbling. Um, I, we'd never seen them before. Nope. They are younger. Mm-hmm. And the idea was there was a negligee hanging in Marco's closet that he noticed from his ex-lover. He found it hanging in his closet. And they danced with Koine being the negligee because she was his ex-lover. He touched the negligee hanging on the hanger and turned around contemplating it. And there she was in the negligee. And a lot of it was centered around the hanger because she was supposed to be the negligee hanging off the hanger. So a lot of the movements were her hanging off the hanger and going up above the bar and doing, I mean, it was, I liked it. I thought it was very creative, very inventive. And when it was over, he, he reached, he, when he, the last time he reached for her, it was just the, it was just the negligee because she stripped out of it really fast and went behind the closet door. So you couldn't see her. I just, I just thought that they handled it very well. I liked the concept. I liked the, what, what they did, the movement. I thought the dancing was, they did it rather well. And I got it. They danced to Aaron Wright's You're the Last Thing on My Mind. And I didn't get it until the end. So I was not able to watch it the right way. It's not that I didn't like it. It's that I... I just I didn't watch you kept it the right wondering, way. Why in the world are they still in the closet? Well, see, what I thought it was was that the negligee reminded him of his girlfriend, and he was remembering something that they had done, dancing together, or just remembering her, or something like that. Rather than Koine was the negligee, which just is is a completely different. Um, frame of reference, I think, to watch from than what I did. And yeah, about 75 or 80% of the way through, you said that, and I was like, oh, okay. That's why they're all now, over the hanger. That's why they're still in you the know, So now I've, I've got the right colored glasses on, and I can see it, and it makes sense. So it's just, you know, it's not that I didn't like it. I just missed out. I, I didn't understand it. And then when I did, there just wasn't a whole lot left to really have any kind of, of impact. Yeah. You know, so that that's all. In, in retrospect, yes, I, I think that's a, a a very remarkable idea. The set that they used, or the the um, what props. Do you, props that they used, was very different. I thought at first when they walked into the room that they were going to be doing pole dancing at, at very first, but that could have been cool but that's not what they did um so you know that's all it's it's just we had that on you know you think already uh, you know um you know there it's just like there are times you can watch the exact same thing two different times one time you're in the mood for it and one time you're not and you get completely different things from it and that's what this was everything but out of my mind with twitch and oh that's I, I don't don't care what mood I'm in. I can always watch that always piece. Always watch that. That's yeah. my favorite. So, you know, if if I got the chance to sit down and watch the whole piece again, knowing, oh, she is the negligee. So, that's all. It's not that I didn't like it. I just didn't get it 
And then when I understood there wasn't enough of it left to have a major impact. And so, yeah, I, I was just overall just kind of neutral with the experience that I had watching the piece because I was wrong, not because of them. Next up was Taylor doing her solo, and her mentor was Michelle Wagner, one of her dance teachers. She danced a contemporary piece to Sabrina Claudio's Unravel Me. And it was a Taylor. Yeah, it was. Contemporary dance. Next was Kiki and Jenna doing a Ray Leaper jazz piece. I like Jenna. I do too. They danced to Tina Turner's Proud Mary. So you can imagine oh, man. what the dance was. Yeah, just because of the song. With it being a jazz dance and it being Proud Mary and the signature move of Tina Turner in it. It was good. It was very fast. It was good. Logan did his solo and his sister was his mentor because his sister was gave up what she wanted to do so that they would have the money for Logan to go be Which a dancer. Which was dance, right? Mm-hmm. She, she was his older sister. No, it was... No. I don't remember. That was Kiki's older brother. It was Kiki's older and brother, and was it, it was and it was Koine's brother. Koine's. Maybe Logan is just a sister. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. It's just just his sister. Because yeah. she's cool. Because she's cool. Uh, he danced his uh, contemporary piece to Richard Walters' Infinity Street. Um, looking at these solos, there are three, uh, maybe four contemporary dancers left out of the six. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Kaylee and Cyrus came out and did a Philip Shabib, which if you remember, he was on So You Think You Can Dance. He was also on Randy Jackson's season back. I yeah, mean, like oh, yeah, a long time ago. Three or four. A long time something ago. Something like that. Even more than that for So You Think You Can Dance. It's been probably seven. Well, that'd be season eight. Seven years, probably. And he was also on Randy Jackson's dance crew with his crew. With a crew, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he did, I would call it a contemporary hip-hop-ish. Not really hip-hop, but more um, isolation. Well, this this wiki person put it as hip-hop. Okay. I don't know. You know, I don't know how factual all these are as far as genres and things. Well, I, I so. just, it looked more like isolation to me. Because Philip is a very visual. He likes a lot of hand and arm to make visual pictures. He yeah, likes geometrical f- The things. fact that they were laying down yeah, and everything. His yeah. concept was a ladder that was made into a square that was laying on the ground. And they were going around climbing the ladder inside and then they got outside the ladder and danced some and then they got back inside the ladder because his his concept was we're always on that ladder to success right and we forget about being free and out there and being with each other because we're always climbing the ladder to success what was the song they They danced to michael's m-i-c-h-l i guess that's pronounced michael uh his or her rendition of Die Trying. Quinn Quine came out and did her solo, and it was her brother that gave up ice skating. So I, right. That, so uh, that they could. Figure skating so to have the money. For her to go right. dancing. And that was an older brother. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, she danced to her contemporary piece to Major's Why I Love You. And then the All-Stars came out and did an Andrew Winghart piece that you really seemed to like a whole lot. Yes. They danced to Bowers' Floriana. And it was good. It was, yes, it was black and red. Mm-hmm. That's all. Just black and red. And lighting, which was whatever what, color. Whatever, I, yeah. I don't think they used any funky colors, no. but it was just everybody's outfit was black and red. It had the black on the outside and then the color on the red inside. Red on the inside, and, but and, they had... And they would fan it out and then pull it back. So all you saw was stark black, and then they would fan it out and they would do twirling. Yeah, they could they could like take it off things. and reverse it. Yeah, it, it, the, it just, the, uh, it just the costumes were awesome. Yeah, it looked good. The women looked very hot. The men looked very masculine. It, it was just... Uh, but it wasn't like, you know, just by the sounds of it, you would think it was a group paso or something. That That's not no. what it was with all no, of that. It, it was just just a contemporary piece, yeah. Next we have Taylor and Robert doing their, um, I'm going to call it contemporary. This, this person or whomever called it urban. Because it was Queen... Queenie and Mari. Keone. Keone and Mari. And sorry, Mari. Keone that and we Mari. just met watching World of Dance. Yes. Last season's World of Dance, not the new one. Season one. Season yes. one. And they were choreographing this, and it was very odd. It was very... Well, yeah. Weird um, angular hand motions and body movements. They called it animalistic. I didn't really see animalistic. Uh, yeah, in I didn't it. see animalistic, but But it was it was good. If you've seen Quinny Keone and Mari. I can't say it right. I have too many weird They're on uh, they're on YouTube, I think. They have a lot of stuff on yeah. YouTube. So uh, And everybody really loved the piece. Oh yeah. So Absolutely. I loved it less than the, all they, the judges. They they are very well known apparently for their choreography in in circles. Mm-hmm. So they danced to Flume's Numb and Getting Colder featuring uh Kuka. Then Lex did his solo and his mentor was Zach Ryan Schiegel, who was his instructor in his dancing. He danced to Matt Corby's brother, and they have it listed as a contemporary hip hop. It was. Which that's that's what Lex does. Yeah. He does contemporary, but there is just enough not contemporary that you're like, well, it's something else, mm-hmm. and it's it's hip hop usually. So. And then Allison and Logan did their dance. It's a D. Casperi. 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 Yeah, Casperi. Contemporary piece. To Ruel's the other side. And it was very hard, I thought. And adulty. It was very sexy, yeah. but it was very hard-edged, hard movement. Almost like an evilness to yeah. it. Yeah, and it, it was, was said it was a darker it, side yeah, it to was a relationship. Like dark love. And it was, it was pretty dark. It was... Kind of, I like the rose concept. They had rose petals that they put on each other, and then they had the bare rose stem that they passed back and forth between their teeth and their hand, whatever. Yeah, doing all kinds of stuff with it. The very, very first move was him leaning over and taking a rose petal out of her mouth (coughs) when she was in a reclining position. And that started the whole darkness going on there. And I just love Allison, so I didn't really see Logan that much because I like to watch Allison dance. 
And then Kiki did his solo. That's the last of her solos. He did a samba, a solo samba to Billy Stewart's Summertime. And it was a Kiki solo samba where he took his shirt off, you know. Um, his mentor was his older brother who <laughs> gave up ballroom dancing for, not necessarily for money, like Koine did, but... For attention, for just, time. Yeah, just to, to make it easier on the family and everything. Because I I guess he saw that Kiki had a spark that perhaps he felt he didn't or couldn't maintain. But he thought, you know, so it's like, well, if everybody's going to put all their energy behind somebody, it should be Kiki. And we will say, I will say this much, a little spoiler alert. He has auditioned for So You Think You Can Dance, the new season. His older brother? Yeah, one of his brothers. His younger brother. Okay, one yeah. of his brothers. Yeah, currently, for the current season, yeah. his younger brother auditioned, and we know got a ticket to mm-hmm. the Academy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we have Quine and Lex doing a Dariano Sanchez disco piece. To Amy Stewart's Knock on Wood. And I don't like Dariano Sanchez's disco pieces because there's too many tricks. Yeah. They never got a chance to really get in the groove of the song because they were running from trick to trick to trick to trick. And I don't remember um, that much trickery in disco in dancing disco, yeah. that I saw. But she, hers are always like that. As um, Nigel said, he said that the dancers just cringe when they get you because they know they'll breathe at the beginning and then they'll breathe at the end because there's no time to breathe anywhere else. And there's not because it's all tricks. And but Nigel, they did a good job with the tricks. Nigel also dropped that Doriana Sanchez was in... Um, Dirty the, Dancing? N- no. The movie about the kids at the performing school in uh, in New York City. It had a TV show that starred Janet Jackson for a season. She was on it for a season. Okay, moving on. Okay. Then we had Taylor and Logan dancing a Mark Canemarie contemporary piece. Uh, jazz they have, contemporary. Yeah. A Mark Canemarie piece of whatever of Kenamura style, I but mean, this is so much different from his normal style. Yeah, this it wasn't nearly as quirky because he said he was trying to show love and and right. romance, and he said it's very different from me. I'm going to cry. They danced to Lady Gaga's "Gypsy." Um, right now, he is an internet sensation because since the first of the month, he has been doing Pride. Uh, gay pride is that the right word I, I don't mean to offend um, pride videos um, and releasing them on Twitter and Instagram and his performances and his outfits have just been amazing it, it, they've been funny I've seen three of them I think just messing around funny oh my goodness he's yeah pride I I think it's just pride because that's like the, the day is coming up here this weekend, maybe, or something Could like be. that. And then our last couple are Kiki and Kaylee doing a Bollywood by Nikul Mahajan. Dancing to, uh, or dancing with, I, I don't know how you would do that, Galen Goodian from Dil Dadakne Do. I'm sorry. I know that's wrong. This is my favorite piece 
of the um, contestants dancing together. I'm sorry, I'm trying duets. to get the words out. Yeah, the duets is of that the, the contestants. Word duet? Okay. But of the contestants, not the whole night, but the ones of these last three, the contestants. And it, it was because of the concept. He was the Uber. <laughs> it was the rickshaw, rickshaw driver. Yep. Uber rickshaw yep. that was taking Kaylee to wherever she needed T- to go. Taking her home. She'd had a, a and crappy she'd had night. a really bad evening, bad day at work probably, yep. and had her shoes over her, grabbed her shoes out of the rickshaw, threw them over her shoulder and was clumping off, you know, in a not happy mood. And Kiki tapped her on the shoulder, stole her shoes, threw them back in the rickshaw, and made her dance with him, Bollywood style. To cheer her up. And it was, yes. it was so cute because Bollywood is so hard and... Because of the concept of the story, you didn't expect them to be perfect. Right. Because this was an impromptu, let's just dance here sure. for a few minutes yeah, and have just... some fun. So it, it didn't matter that it wasn't perfect for me. But it was very energetic. Now, what I didn't say is after Quinye and Lex danced, they told Lex that he was safe and in the top four. And Quinye that she was in jeopardy. That she had to wait. Taylor and Logan, they told Taylor she was in the top four and told Logan he had to wait. And with Kiki and Kaylee, they told Kiki he was in the top four and that Kaylee Kaylee would have to wait. And then they brought Logan, Kaylee, and Koine on stage, left them, brought them on stage, and told Koine that she was the one who was staying. She was the fourth finalist. We we said goodbye to Logan and Kaylee. For, like I said, well, actually not even a week because I'm sure they'll perform in the the finale Mm -hmm. and then they're both going on tour. So it's like, yeah, we... We we miss out on the prize money, but we do get a chance to like catch our breath before mm-hmm. we we take off. So, yes. So the finals for season fourteen are Koine Iwasaki, Lex Ishimoto, Taylor Siv, and Kiki Nemechek. There you go. Alrighty, guys. That finishes up this episode. If you want to send us any feedback, you can email us at dancefever at gmail.com. You can leave comments on the website, deliberatenoise.com slash dancefever. On Twitter, you can tweet us at dancefever. You can leave comments on Facebook for us under dancefever. You can even go to Google Plus and leave comments for us under dancefever. Now, on Google Plus and Facebook, dancefever is two words. On Twitter, it's only one. And no matter which social media you choose, be sure and you spell fever. Be sure you spell fever. Sorry, I'll get it out. Door stop. F E V R E. All right, guys. Next time, we're not sure. I don't know. Probably it will be the second episode of the current season of World. Or well, no. Well, yeah, uh, the second episode of the second season of World of Dance. Or it might be the last episode of the last season of World of Dance, or it might be... It definitely won't be So You Think You Can Dance this this season, this year, that's happening right now. Because like I said, we're going to wait till all of the audition shows are over, and we're going to talk about all of them at one time. So, other than that, it's a toss-up as to what you'll hear. But... You will hear something if you just listen hard enough. And it won't be BBC Young Dance. No. I think we're done with that. So, we will talk to you guys again if you listen to episode 252. Ciao. Bye.
The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production, and as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0, unported license.